When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you for checking out Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I am your host, Mark, and I want to thank our sponsor, AKG, for sending us their Podcaster Essentials Kit. The Lira mic and the headphones that come in the kit are awesome. And if you've ever thought about starting your own podcast, it's the best, most affordable way to do that. One of the benefits of doing this podcast is being introduced to new bands by my guests. Early on, I had Leah Shapiro and Peter Hayes from Black Rebel Motorcycle Club on the show. After the recording, they both said, I have to have the guys from a band called Restaurant On. That's Restaurant with a V. Well, it took a little while, but we finally made it happen. Troy Murrah from Restaurant is my guest. And he got started playing music a little later than most, because he ruined his chances at guitar lessons by skipping piano lessons as a kid. But he got a chance later on after a relationship ended. He taught himself slide guitar by watching as many tapes and DVDs of his favorite blues guitars as he could find. He started playing out and chose the name Restaurant as a kind of joke, and now he's stuck with it. His sense of humor rears its head all over the place, like using typos on albums on purpose. And in addition to music, Troy also creates quilt-based wooden works of art called Built Quilt. He started the project as a memorial for his mother, and it's grown so much that he was asked to write a book about it. Check out restaurant.com, R-E-S-T-A-V-R-A-N-T. They're pretty easy to find on social media, too. Their high-energy, dirty blues rock is definitely worth checking out. And you can also check out our social media at Performance ANX. You can help support the show at ko-fi.com slash performanceanxiety. Merch is at performanceanx.threadless.com. And check out the other great shows on the Pantheon Podcast Network. There's absolutely something for everyone. Now, I hope I've worked up your appetite for Troy Murrah of Restaurant on Performance Anxiety, part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's, this is uh, the Performance Anxiety Podcast. I'm Troy Murrah from Restaurant, R-E-S-T-A-B-R-A-N-T. Uh, I'm the singer, songwriter, guitar player. Tyler is the drummer. We have just released an EP. Well, not just released, but uh, it's been out for about a month and a half. Called Four for Being Physical. Go check it out at restaurant.com or on Spotify or Apple Music, any of those outlets, via online, or place an order to get the vinyl out on New High Recordings. Is that good? Uh, awesome. 
uh, I'm not recording the video, it's just the audio. So. Oh, just the audio? Yep. Good. <laughs> that, that doesn't matter at all. Right, exactly. I'll sit, I'll sit back and relax then. Exactly. Go have a drink, just relax. Yeah, I just opened a drink. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, <laughs> rehearsing and then, because um, weirdly, we are going to play a couple shows. Yeah, I saw. Thank you for coming on. This is, this is going to be awesome. I really have been enjoying getting to know the music. You know, it's really, really cool stuff. Thanks, man. I'm glad uh, I guess Peter, uh, Rob, whoever turned you on or turned you over to us, uh, I'll thank them later. Yeah, it was uh, Pete and Leah. The, actually, it's the very first time they came on the, the podcast. They uh, were singing your praises and said, you've got to get... Uh, you know Troy from restaurant on like okay okay and then I had him on again a while later and then I really reach out to him, reach out to him I'm like okay okay I'm gonna do it so yeah it took a little while but no I'm glad you did and I those guys like all three of them I mean we can't be more grateful and appreciative of, of them I mean they yeah we're obviously and I I, I don't even I almost just like, I know that we're just a little shitty band, you know, but they've always kind of offered us shows or tours and kind of just have been great supporters of what we do. And, yeah. uh, and I've always been like, man, <laughs> every time it's like, thank you so much for having us, like inviting us to be a part of this or that. Uh, so. Well, every time I, I look through my shows and I see that they've been on twice, I'm like, why? Why did they decide that this was okay? It's just, it's, I love them to death. They're just, uh, yeah, she, I think all three of them are really sweet. That's like, I can start rambling, so I'll just go off. Like, that. that's once I, especially now that my, my day is kind of like, I don't have to, nothing's on the, the back burner, like, the side of my mind. I sat down with a drink and I can, like, just, like, you and I just chat now. So now I'm oh, yeah. undistracted, sem, semi. Yeah. <laughs> Until that knock on the door. Us, like talking about Leah, or like you know us, the artist or whatever you want to call. It. Yeah. Us no. Creators of being a little bit scatterbrained <laughs> at times. Uh, but anyway. So yeah, and again, Tyler and I've been. I'm Troy from Restaurant. Tyler is the drummer who's played with me for I, I, probably close to ten years now. He wasn't the original, but and again, this is. I think now, like, he and I are super close. There's no way to avoid it because we've been around each other so much yeah. through tours or through whatever. Oh, yeah. Experiences in life, relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I can easily talk about him without yeah. feeling. <laughs> 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 I think it's one of those things is like, I know him uh, better than uh, he may know himself. Yeah. But no, that's not true. <laughs> you can't ever say that about anybody. But anyway, no. So, but you know, you guys are probably closer than than brothers because you spent so much yeah. time touring together. That's traveling like that is you get close. Yeah, yeah and, and that's always especially when there's only two because there's yeah. nobody else to be the the bounce off the. Well, if there's negative negative energy from the previous night, you know, there's yeah. never like that. Unless there's like a merch person, which sometimes there's like a, but even at that, like you don't have another alternative to direct your energy or like, even with 
you know, just talking about like, man, that was, yeah, that last night at Oklahoma City, like the sound was shitty. Or, yeah. you know, it's always like, it's just us too, kind of like. Well, yeah, because you're know. on stage together. You, you're feeling yeah. that energy together. The, the merch person may be great to talk to, but they're not up there with you. No, no. And that's, and that's where it's kind of, it's easy to be a two-piece fan, but it's also like what you just said. You're tighter than even brothers because it's more just kind of like you're going through things that no one else, you, you never experience with anyone else. Right. And we were talking about that again today is like whenever you leave back in the day during normal times of touring and, uh, you know, we both have other projects and things that we work on and, uh, you know, like, okay, well, I won't be available available for the next two months because I'm going on tour. And most, like, you know, regular Joes, they're just like, you know, enjoy your time off. I'm like, man, it's not a vac- I'm not going on vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is, it's work, too. Like, I mean, we yeah. love it, but it's more often than not, you're a lot of the time you're like, this is hard work. And that goes into you and I talking about camping. It's like when you go camping somewhere, you're thinking like, um, you know, you tell somebody like, I'm going camping and they're like, Oh, have fun on your vacation. No, camping's not really a vacation either. Like, no. <laughs> it's like go camping, especially with like young children and young little humans. Yeah. It's like it's not you're you're actually when you come back from camping, it's like, all right, now I need a vacation. Now yeah. I need that, that, you're that exhausted. At the resort or yeah. like the coordinated pool. <laughs> My son was in scouts for years, and man, going camping was, it was fun. I really enjoyed every second of it. But it was, yeah, you're right. I mean, it wasn't a vacation. You've got yeah. so much stuff you're you're responsible for and things you, you, yeah. you're always worried about. Yeah. Yeah, the last one, our, our youngest had like, got back here and he had like a tick under his armpit. Oh, so wow. like, Oh, man. So you have to go through the whole. And this is in the midst of COVID, so we're already like, oh gosh, all right. We so he's got to go get. Yeah. He had to get antibodies just for in case the tick, you know, had some kind of left an infection in him and blah blah blah. I don't even know the science behind it, but oh yeah, anyway, he's fine. That's good. <laughs> yes. But that's that things you have to worry about that you don't necessarily have to worry exactly. about when you're on vacation. Yeah, or Ticks. on tour. Yeah, <laughs> ticks on tour, man. Leeches. You got to worry more about the leeches on tour. <laughs> there's a band called deer tick i don't know if you know yes that. yeah so we played a show at i'm sorry this is going like we're gonna just go on the tangents oh, yeah. tick deer tick, who i love the band like that and we played uh i can't remember if it's one or two shows but we played at one of the venues down in orange county here in southern california we we're opening up for them and so I, I get a little loose on stage, so I, I'm not sure like where I'm going to, to sometimes. So, <laughs> so the lead singer, they had already had their, you know, we're the opener, so right. the, the main act is, like already has their gear on stage, just back a little bit. And I fell back towards his uh, his amp and basically knocked down his stack. Blah blah blah. Oh no. <laughs> But they're all they're all like cool, you know. It wasn't a big deal or anything. But uh, and then we went to Nashville to play a show, and one of our mutual friends is friends with him, and was like, oh, "Are you gonna go to the restaurant show tonight?" He's like, "What? That motherfucker just knocked down my stack." And he was joking. <laughs> he was joking. He's like, no, I'm not going to fucking show. But later, I found out he was just playing around. But because we talked after stage, he's like, "Dude, you owe me a stack," and I was like. 
man, I don't, we don't make much money. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're the only <laughs> he's like, I'm just joking. It's fine. Like, he started laughing. But anyway, it is. so it's the beer trick. That's one of my beer trick stories. <laughs> the band's great, anyway. So, how did you get into music in the first place? I mean, you're originally from Texas, and you did you yeah. grow up with a lot of music in the house? Was it an, an important oh, yeah. thing in the house? Yeah, but no, nobody was like real musicians. You know, it was. I think I grew up with a house full of huge music fans. Like we loved uh, brother and sisters. My brother and sister, my dad, and my mom all loved music, and so uh, it was always you know, important or and definitely. But then I learned later that my grandfather was like drum major for Texas A&M, which is like a military band, like yeah. marching band. So I was like, how did I not know this until I was in my twenties? You know, I was sort of like noodle on the guitar and kind of like, well, yeah, but I don't, you know, I have no, and then I found out like my grandfather's brother was a music teacher and like they all knew piano really well, I, but wow. I didn't learn all this until you know, I kind of, it was showing that I was taking guitar playing a little more, bit more seriously. And then my dad was like, oh yeah, well it might be in your blood a little bit. Cause grandpa was like, you know, a drum major, and blah, blah, you know, <laughs> one of the main dudes at the fighting Texas A&M marching band, you know? Like, so, uh, so that was, it was definitely, you know, a huge part of our lives going to concerts and, you know, whether it was ZZ top, that was like one of my first like real concerts with oh, my dad. Nice. And, oh, uh, rest in peace, Dusty. Yeah, that's right. And Frank Beard actually bought my uncle's house. Really? I, yeah. So, but I was too young to even know. Like, I did remember that Frank Beard was the guy that did not have the beard. Right. So I was like, you know, asking my dad, like, why is he Frank Beard? You know, you know, I thought they gave each other their own names, but anyway, he bought my Height of irony. <laughs> so it was always around, and I can give credit to each one of my family members to kind of they influenced what I was listening to as growing up. You know. And then definitely turned into, you know, my, my friends, you know, going from punk rock to hip hop later on when I was trying to like have my own taste and stuff yeah. like that. And then it wasn't until later, you know, I played guitar early and just standard tuning and just normal stuff and just like power chords and kind of like, oh yeah, I want to play in a punk rock band or something, you know, but it was just that. Uh, I don't know. And then I'd be like, oh, I'd rather go skateboard or something. But yeah. And when I was really young, like at 11, I was like, I want a guitar. But my mom said, you need to go learn piano first. So I was like, oh, this is, no, I don't want to learn piano. But uh, she put me in lessons. And so the whole time I'm like, I just got to get through this so I can get a guitar and maybe <laughs> get guitar lessons. <laughs> so like halfway through the piano lessons, I'm like, this sucks, man. Like, and my piano teacher, he was, he was fine, you know, but I was having to, get dropped off his, at his house and I realized like one of my buddies like lived you know eight houses down so my mom would drop me off and I was like alright see you mom I'll see you after piano blah blah and then you know <laughs> once I saw her out of sight I just like fucking take off to my buddy's house <laughs> hang out there you know for almost an hour and then return to my uh, piano teacher's house and sit on the curb my mom would pick me up and then after two weeks she got a call like Oh, is Troy okay? He hasn't shown up for piano. Uh, and then she was like, Troy, come here. Show me what you've learned lately, you know, on piano. And I played her like basically the same thing I'd played, you know, three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, uh, you have something to tell me. I'm like, 
what? No, no. And she goes, Mr. Nance, that was his name. He called me and told me what's up. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, yeah, I'm going to Jason's house. And so she's like, that's it. Out of piano. And then there, there were my dreams of guitar. So I had to buy my, my own later on. But even at that, so then I started playing later on, like 17, 18. Sorry, I'm going on. The timeline's getting jumped around, but no worries, so in man. 17 or 18, I'm like, all right, now I'm getting into punk rock, kind of like, or even just even Metallica, like Pantera. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. like South Texas. So yeah, oh, that's right. South yeah, Texas boy, you know, like, uh, here's what I'm going to listen to. Yeah, I don't know. So Helmet <laughs> was one of them. I remember Helmet was like huge. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I want to play that stuff. And then all of a sudden, I was like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I didn't pick up a guitar again. Like that whole dream faded until I was like, like old. I would say old for like starting to play like 20, 26 or something. So old for like, oh, you know what? I'm going to start picking up the guitar again. Old, old to pick it up, huh? <laughs> yeah. And so then that's when I was listening to like a lot of blues, like straight up like hill country blues and that all came from like rl burnside and the emergence of him back through like john spencer blues explosion yeah uh, so once that opened my ears and eyes or once he opened the ear, ears and eyes to that world i was like oh like i love this like this kind of blues like not the straight up mcdonald's blues you know like no offense to BB King or like right. whatever, not straight up like big old like I don't know that stereotypical like that Chicago okay. style or yeah yeah I mean I appreciate that so don't get me wrong I appreciate all it but I was born in like this dirty like like I it's hill country blues like R L Burnside Mississippi Fred McDowell it's just Junior Kimbrough like, yeah those guys I was like all right this yeah. is the shit like this is what I'm gonna get into yeah so maybe I want to try playing guitar and I want to play slide. I love Bo Diddley and like Chuck Berry, like basic gifties. And that's through my dad too. Like, I was like, I love that music, but I want to get even dirtier. And those were the dudes. Those are like, these guys are fucking dirt. Yeah. So I want to get, get into this one. And that's when I, no intention of like, I'm going to start a band or like, you know, I had visions. I was just like, I'm just going to like, I'm, just going to focus on learning how to play slide guitar and just kind of nerd out on these guys and basically watch VHS tapes and DVDs. I just got out of a relationship. And so I was like, I'd go to work, come home, pop in a DVD or VHS tape and like play along to like these guys, you know, their live versions of, of uh, performances. And I kind of just focus on what they're doing and just oh, wow. put it into my own style because i and then i was like i want to play fast so it's kind of like punk blues you know just mixing you know adding my own little basically just speeding up what they were doing it's right. still the kind of same little riffs and hoppy i mean that's what i think hill country blues is just like a repetitive but it's more danceable than the straight up stevie ray Vaughan blues or whatever you know that yeah. stuff it was hill country was just uh, yeah, dirt and dancey, dirty dancing. Yeah. <laughs> what tuning are you using at this point? Is it because you, you said you, you know you kind of deviated off a of standard tuning and you, you kind of yeah. unless you're Leonard Skinner, you really have to to, to play some <laughs> interesting slide stuff. Yeah, I do like a variation of open A, open G, and open D. So okay. I mean, not all together. Right. <laughs> 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 I'd be really good if I could do that. I got an 18 no, string right. guitar. 
<laughs> no, those are like each, yeah, each each one of those open the traditional open tunings of A, G, and D. Uh, I just kind of, I uh, yeah, do a variation of those. Just mainly just because I'm knowing that we don't have a bass player, I just add a little bit more. Uh, one of the strings I detune, so that'll be my bottom end since we don't have a bass player. If detunes, dude, and I'm definitely uh, okay. You got to put an asterisk or whatever. I'm not a, a musician, like technical musician. So any terminology, <laughs> not come at me saying like, you don't even know what you're talking about. I'll tell you, I don't know what I'm talking about. I can show you what I do. <laughs> when I use terms and if I use terms that are wrong, I'll, I'll be the first to admit like, I'm sorry. Here's what I do. I'm a group. I can bluff. I can bluff and look like I know exactly what I'm doing. But I'm just, I'm bluffing all the time. Like, looking like a pro you know hey, or trying. <laughs> i i don't know anything either so i you know i can kind of tune a guitar i'm i'm a very bad guitar player i've been in one band and it was just me and two buddies and we never got out of the basement and so whatever you're saying i'm gonna go with <laughs> any of your uh, any of your true technical followers or listeners like I'm just gonna put that disclaimer out. Like, <laughs> I'll tell y'all, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to fool you. You're not dissecting know. the blues. You're not. You... That's definitely for sure. I'm not dissecting the blues. So you're going for the I'm like, feeling. <laughs> I'm re. I'm like directing it to another little uh, <laughs> part of the tree, just do it, taking it my own way. To go back, that is how. That's where the second phase of my like guitar playing and where it's kind of how I got to where I am now. And then yeah. I was. It started as like I'm just gonna, you know, I played like to a f- couple of friends that came over and they're like, "Whoa, what have you been doing? Like how? Like I haven't seen you for six months and all of a sudden like you're like you can play slide guitar. I'm like that. This is all I've been doing. I didn't go out or like I would I would like uh, come home from work and again like not having you know the girlfriend anymore. I had a lot more free time, yeah. <laughs> but I was also like. I'm going to learn how to do this. I just put like blinders on wow. and then I play for as long as I could. And then maybe go get like ride my bike down to the bar, get like one last call drink and then go back to my little apartment and pass out till work the next morning Man. The same over, over and over. But it was all like, to me, like, just like, Holy shit. There's a whole new world. You know? Did you, or do you have a preference in your slide? I mean, do you use like a glass slide? I'll with a glass, and uh, I'll use a glass if it's acoustic, preferably, just because it's you don't get that rattle. Yeah. If I'm doing an acoustic recording, or the very few times that I've had to play like an acoustic live set, but yeah, I'll, yeah I'd rather have like even it's it's actually from a. You know, oh, nice. chopped off the top of a bottleneck, and that's yeah. why they call it a bottleneck slide. And then, uh, since you're asking, because they're sitting right here, my other one's just like a cut up, like I cut a piece of uh, stainless steel pipe. Okay. I'm also a welder, so now, luckily I have metal at my disposal. Does, is that part of what you went to school? You went to school for architecture. Is the welding part of all of that? Well, it started in architecture, and then I took like a year off of school, and then I went back to school but in art then i learned like welding because i was doing sculpture and then from there my learning skills i i got from college right out of there my last year of college i started working for a bmx bike company and oh, like help uh, you know do all the cutting for bike frames and bike parts and stuff so i learned more 
in the metal fab business. And then I was doing set design. So then set design, I was doing welding and carpentry skills. And so people that say like, you don't learn anything in art school. Like, I learned to trade. Yeah. It's like, I'm here now. <laughs> so I will, or, you know, people, there's been parents that have asked me like, Oh my, my kids interested in getting into art school. Like, is that, is that smart? I'm like, you know, you're asking somebody that graduated from art school and I'm still alive and I'm enjoy what I do. And uh, I think it's great depending on how, how big is their ambition or like how dedicated. I mean, cause you, yeah, you could go to art school and just be like, I just want to like get my parents off my back. I'm in college. I'm going to, I don't know. Yeah. I was I, like, I was set. Like I thought like, I would want to be a visual artist, you know, like, you know, this is what my, and then it got sidetracked once music came. I did the same thing. Was it wasn't music, but I went to school for photography. So it got sidetracked pretty early. I had a teacher tell me once, cause I, I was, had some, a bunch of issues going on at the time and I had, my one of my last professors before I left, he's he said, you know, you don't need a degree to be a photographer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm out. See you. <laughs> well, that's what happened with architecture. Like I was in my second year, and I was I was already kind of like, you know what? I'm really more focused on like doing like a straight up painting, you know, than yeah. I am about designing a building, which I, I still like, I love architecture. I'm very inspired. Like I don't take anything away from it, but at the time, and then I was in a lecture with, yeah, one of my professors and, and she was basically saying like, when you get out of architecture school, don't, don't picture yourself going straight into, you know, you being able to start designing and getting creative. Like you're going to be an apprentice. You're going to be working for shit money. Blah, yeah. blah. I was like, Wait, <laughs> you're not I selling the dream here. Money doing, yeah, like, what you, and sure enough, I was like, I'm out, man. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, and that's when I moved to Austin. And uh, I took, I basically went to community college and like for a year and, and worked for the BMX bike company. And then uh, got into University of Texas art school and finished there. Okay. So it kind of was like the same the architecture. I was like, wait. If you're saying that, then I'm already questioning this whole yeah. plan here. So I'm out. I'll see you later. Yeah. You're not even doing it. You're teaching now. Nothing against yeah. teachers. I love teachers. But <laughs> you're not even an architect. You're yeah. teaching architecture. This so gotta, really bad. Yeah, this is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I had, like, what kept me in it was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'll be like, of course, it was like Frank Lloyd Wright, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like Corbusier, like, you know, like the famous, like, well, at least maybe I can go straight into being like that guy. But of course, you learn more and more like, oh, shit, they had to work 20 years as an understudy or like before they could even start designing their own shit. Yeah, exactly. When did you start playing in public as restaurant? And is this, was this your first real band? I mean, have you been in bands before no, restaurant? No, besides my one man band, which was restaurant too. <laughs> the whole uh, like basis of this, like, I mean, now I like the band name, but at the time I was like, this, this is the dumbest band name ever. But uh, <laughs> I did that on purpose because I was like, I'm a one man band. I wasn't taking it serious. And there was people like, you should just like, like play a party or play a show. You know, I was like, all right well, shit, I got to come up with a band name. And this is just me. I'm yeah. like, I'll just be restaurant, the one-man band guy. You know, like, make it as, you know, like, how can I make this more confusing? Yeah. And like, 
it'll, first it'll be like there's a band playing and people will be like oh it's just a guy playing drum with drums with his feet and like a harmonica and guitar yeah and his name is restaurant it's spelled the right way so i didn't even add the b yet like oh wow <laughs> it was still just restaurant and that was also because i hated that word because I, I i it didn't matter how many times i had to write it i misspelled it every time <laughs> somehow i had misspell that word so i was like i'm gonna use the word that i always misspell consistently and i'm gonna be the one-man band because i really had no intention of like i'm gonna be doing this 10 years later right <laughs> so i did that and then the original drummer jonathan who's good friends of mine from my hometown and he was doing his own music project and he's a drummer but he also like plays guitar he's he's a technical musician like he knows oh that's in key of e you know oh, boy. Hear, you know one of those but guys yeah, he knew what he was talking about. So, yeah. you know. Okay, so that that brings up a question. Your drummers. Now, I've seen some videos and credits. Who is Jay State? And is That's that actually... Jonathan. Okay, because when right. I looked you up on Discogs, and I love Discogs. It's it's an amazing website. It, they've got like tons and tons of releases. They've got... They have almost all of yours. In fact, they're missing the newest one. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. When I click on Tyler's link, it comes up as with his name, but it also comes up with J State. And yeah. I didn't know. J State like, was the original. He was the first dude. So they're not the same people. That was going to be one of my no, questions. No, no that, that's yeah, like J State. That's the first guy. Okay, that's the, that's when. He, it went from me being one man band restaurant with a U yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like taking the piss out of myself. Just kind of like, yeah. I, you know, I just didn't, I was still like, I was welding for a, a sculptor and working and doing like, you know, it just was not in my, the vision of me being a true like band guy. Like right. I was just doing this for fun still am i think we try like now tyler and i kind of keep it like try to just be like you know this is what we do for we walked into a trap one time of like okay this is what do we gotta be serious man you know like yeah and then we felt ourselves like we we're like what the fuck are we doing i'm like this is not who we are <laughs> even you know like because you know like there's money involved and there's like the same old story just kind of like but then we're like what the fuck like what made this fun and like what made it kind of interesting even to like fans was that we were just like just kind of weird and just you'd never i don't know it just you didn't know what you were expecting and especially you know combination of the name and like what our posters were like and visual stuff that right. was coming out. so anyway uh but jay state was like the original and one of my good friends and he was out here in california too but okay. from texas and then he came over after going to the bar one night and just sat down he's like Oh, so what have you been doing? I was like, oh, I've just been jamming on my guitar. And he's like, oh, play me something. So I just started playing it, playing. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, man. And uh, I had this old Wurlitzer, like, organ that, you know, I already had the pre programmed drum beats, you know, very, like, church youth group ish, kind of like, you know, like, yeah. So he's like, let me just turn this on. So he turned that, like, one of those beats on, and then he grabbed whatever was in the kitchen of my crappy apartment and was like, I can beat on this. And so we just started jamming, and that's kind of how the whole, like, 
junk drums and with, mixed with electronica kind of uh, drum machine-ish, you know. Okay. So you're getting kind of industrial drum, tech drum, drum machine stuff mixed with just raw, like, found object. DIY like, drums, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mixed with, like, my shitty guitars, whatever <laughs> I could afford. You know? <laughs> I just, like, have to make them work. And, uh, and so we just jammed, like, through the night and finally he's like come to my apartment my apartment in santa monica and like let's try to record and sure enough like i went over there and we recorded that day and like put down like a couple couple of tracks like in his like little room in his apartment oh wow like probably the first version of pro tools yeah. or whatever it was it wasn't even i had been recording a little bit like on like an old cassette you know like four track thing but uh and so it, they went from there and then He's like, let's start working on shit. And I was like, what? No. We're going to actually do this. And, uh, soon after that, like we got our first show, and then it kind of went on from there. And Were you singing at that time? Yeah, yeah. I'd call it singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vocals. I still am like, yeah, they were vocals. There you go. <laughs> I still am like, I don't even know what I, it's like, Singing, but it's uh, I don't know, but even back then it was like very you couldn't even tell what the fuck I was saying, (laughs) and very distorted. I still use a slightly distorted vocal mic, you know, but even back then it was just like, you know, like so. shows and then uh it, it kind of took off a little bit i mean not, <laughs> took off as much as a, <laughs> of a like restaurant <laughs> could take off because, you know, cool too. so and then we just played a shitload and uh, i i was just taking any show that i could and then i think we're you know and then i realized like you know what all right we're, we're doing this but i think now's the time to like change it to a new band name like that i was just fucking around like i don't and so uh <laughs> like I'd, we'd sent some demos out in uh one this band label from brooklyn like came back to us i was like all right yeah i want to sign you and i was like wait 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 i gotta change the band name he's like no 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 we love that like the band name's so fucking weird that like, that's part of the attraction and then there's this venue out here it's like yeah we want to do like a residency like y'all play like four Friday or four Wednesdays out of a month, but change the band name because I don't, I'm not using Russia. And they're like, no, that's why, we, like, we got calls or like people saying, you gotta hire that the band with like the shitty name, like, restaurant. I was like, so that was just known as like, and, and then finally, uh, and she's like, no, you're not changing it either. And so, like, a big venue here and then like that label. And then we, we ended up recording with that label and doing the residency. And then it just kind of, it's like shit now i'm stuck with it and, yeah uh, <laughs> but at least by that point i like google was coming around and so i was like well i gotta at least put a v or something to mix it up or else people were just kind of like stumble across like you know mexican food or like, yeah <laughs> i mean you, know, you google so, a restaurant in wherever you're playing you it's gonna be hard to sift through all that to find you <laughs> well luckily the v like now if you google like 
if you spell it with the V, it, like we're the first thing that pops up. Oh yeah, that was brilliant to do that. It it, it looks almost Roman. <laughs> I love it. Well, that was like yeah, and that goes full circle back to my art history and like, and I'd been in Italy for a little bit and love like the whole every story that came out of the Roman Empire and you know that the history of that country. I was yeah. like fascinated by, so I was like, okay, well, this gives me even more. <laughs> ground to like okay i'll put the v and i was using like that old like roman kind of embossed font for a while i just and, and i still do that but uh, yeah i definitely give italy credit <laughs> they're asking for it yeah you know? <laughs> does tyler use a similar drum kit i mean is, is his all like found yeah. stuff yeah you have a kind of a country influence yeah, yeah I, I, I guess there's no like Definitely. I mean, it's funny because, uh, and there was a while there that I was wearing like a country suit and it was, <laughs> it was almost out of, you know, me, you know, there's definitely the, the influence there, but it was, I was like, there's no way that we play country music. Right. I always love like those very ornate, like country, like there's a dude named Nudie. Yes. Like, like Nudie suits. Nudie suits. So I was like, man, if I had the money, I'd get one of those, but. Get I your... went to East LA and like there's a Mexican dude that was making pretty amazing like country suits. So I was like, oh wow. I'm gonna go buy one of those. That that'll be my like kind of like yeah. bootleg nudie suit. Yeah. And uh, so I wore <laughs> that for a while. And <laughs> but more just out of like I thought it was fun to like just play almost punk rock music, but be dressed like a <laughs> like a nineteen fifties, you know, Hank Williams. Yeah, era. Graham Parsons. Yeah. So oh, Jack Ruby. You, almost, you know, I saw a couple of pictures. You almost like, kind of look like Jack Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> In the best way possible. No, thank you. Yeah. I'll take that as a yeah, Jack Ruby compliment. Yeah. You don't get those very often. No. <laughs> so, you don't give any Jack Ruby references. No, do you you got to be a certain age, I think. Even just talking to Tyler... He's literally like ten years younger than me, at least. Yeah. And I forget about it, and uh, like we'll be talking about shit. And I'm like, oh man, you weren't even alive at that point. And you know, I had... <laughs> when I the second phase of my guitar playing, I was like, yeah, I was old, twenty yeah. like six. Or 20. <laughs> I really felt like I was. Damn, I'm too old to like start playing music. Yeah. <laughs> I I was so old. So uh, the question I I had was about Tyler. He's not here to to defend himself, yeah, so let's, defend himself. let's talk it's about perfect. him. Does he play the same kind of drum kit, like the uh, the found objects, the oh, the, top, yeah. the wheel and the bucket? Yeah, yeah. His is even more developed, if you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, I'm the one that usually like makes these drum kits, and I make you know I've only had like really four drummers that have played live shows with me. Okay. But two main ones, Jay State and Tyler. But then I had like two other buddies of mine fill in between those two guys. But I literally was like, well, here's the drum kit. There's no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but amazingly, like, usually they're like, oh, this is, you know, it's not, it's almost fun for them. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I don't have to play the same old shit. And like, literally for all four of them, I was like, man, just play, if you keep the time, and play the beat really just go like do what you want to do like make your own little changes but as long as you keep in time and keep me 
like staying on on the track, you know, because yeah. I'll go off. Yeah. Like, but we need you. Like, there's no bass player. Like, as, you, as long as you're keeping time, you can do whatever roles, whatever kind of like mischief, whatever the shit you want. But you got to play this like shitty drum kit. Yeah. <laughs> so the kid, I, I saw consistent. It's what it's got a kick, a snare, a wheel, you know, a license plate. The like. uh Shit. The hi hats like license plates. They actually used to kind of like clap together, but now like Tyler's like fuck that. Like oh, I'm I'm just gonna use it as like another thing to hit. <laughs> but now all his shit like closes up into this camping trunk. Oh. Again, like camping is coming back yeah. into our into our store into this like bootlocker camping trunk. So and that's wow. literally like what we when we go on tour, like you can just throw that check that in as luggage you know and all this like weird shit is like <laughs> in this truck <laughs> so we get it like go to baggage claim and like pull this like footlocker camping trunk up and like no one knows like that there's a drum kit in there but then it's like the kit drum is uh connected to his electronic you know drum kit so so a cable will come from the sound guy and he plugs that in but it goes into this sensor so it's like a kick drum, but like his little mallet from his uh, like the kick, the foot pedals hitting yeah. like a electronic sensor. Oh, okay. The only thing that's real, I think, is uh, the snare drum. The rest is all like the tire wheel. Sometimes a folding metal chair. There's like so, he has some other sensor pad. It's another like electronic drum. So it's it's all like wow. There's no more pre-programmed drum beats, which Jay State used to do. He used to program like a, a simple like drum like the church organ drum right, beat. right he used to program different beats and he could trigger that off and on uh and then he'd play like the junk along to it tyler actually plays he's actually having to hit shit to make that electronic sound like so it's, oh, wow. he's literally playing it so it's like yeah why i can't think of the other stuff but it's like <laughs> <laughs> i know there's like four found junk items and then there's two electronic items and then one uh actual snare but it's like a it's like a shitty snare that <laughs> he found somewhere and i spray painted gold and that's like our gold, our gold drum <laughs> gotta have the gold drum but he's the perfect dude to, uh, again and i think you know for a drummer it's like i'm you play you're the other half of the show it's not like you're behind me like especially with tyler like I, we've been doing this for a long time so it's kind of like you're part of the creativity here like so give me any input you want and i'm really pretty much open to it you know like let's whatever you want to like if, you, if you're hearing something different or even during the live set if you want to just go off and freestyle you know like i'm all for it like let's let's like like let's get weird you know and so awesome and it, do you guys write together or are you the primary songwriter i write all the words i would say that okay and I usually come up with like one main riff and like kind of like, or like a very simple structure to the song. Mm -hmm. And then I bring it to him or even remotely, like I'll, I'll send him a recording and say, just start brainstorming a drum beat to this, you know, or if there's anything that you think sounds really bad, <laughs> tell me I should say it to you. <laughs> which is like, and I, again, like I, dude, I don't take myself that seriously. Like, I mean, there's a few times I've been like, fuck no i'm not changing that you know right. but that's very like maybe once or twice in our whole musical career wow. that's happened but uh or he'll be like you know this vocal or this chorus should be like 
you know, just repeat that one line. You don't need to mix it up, you know. So he adds to it. You know, it's it's basically I'm writing a story that turns into a song or like some fucking mishap that I've had to go through. Or, you know. <laughs> it's, it's uh, but I'll do the songwriting, lyric writing. Mm-hmm. I'll do like the basic. Here's the vibe of the song with the guitar, and then and then we both we combine our taste or like visions on how it, the final song ends up. But uh, and I think. That, that probably what is like Jay State. I think he wanted to be more involved with the. Uh, it wasn't that I was against it, but I think he because he was writing his own songs anyway, and he played guitar too. And I think okay, but Tyler's just like, just like this, you know, us doing this podcast. Like I'll be driving. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Even if I was gonna say like you, you want to add to the, the lyric writing or some of the. It, he would probably tell me like, no, I'm no good at it. Or maybe he, again, maybe he's fishing for me to be like, you know what? Here, be, please be a part of this songwriting process. You know? I really <laughs> need he's you. Part, he's part of the music songwriting, you know, whatever that, if there's a difference apart, you know, but he's definitely part of how the song ends up musically. But okay. I think lyrically it's my, and I'm not like, I'm a control freak, but not in that aspect. I'm I'm very like, I'm very open. If something sucks, like you can tell me, I'm not going to be like hurt by it. Right. <laughs> you know, you're not precious it was, about it. Happened. Like I'll be, I'll be like, here's a song. He'll be like, mm, not really feeling it. Okay. So we don't even work on it. So, you know? so that brings up something. A lot of your songs are, you know, pretty upbeat, very electric. Kind of goes back to the architecture, like, you know, big sonic slabs of music. But yeah. you have one song that I thought was so different from all the others. And it, I see it now. That song, it's it's a lot softer, but it's got like this yeah. country psychedelicness to it. That's yeah, it's a lot different than everything else, like everything else. Yeah, that was and that was recorded with with Jay State, and that was out in Joshua Tree, like so out here in California. Oh wow, desert. cool. So I play slide, but our buddy he plays lap steel on it, so it adds another different style of. Oh, slide wow. to it. So lap steel is a full-on different type of slide than bottleneck like blues slide. Lap steel is like that old like something like a little tabletop thing. Yeah. So that's where that like space kind of space cowboy sound comes from too. But okay. There's a few like I kind of like almost have to get them out of my system. There's like a few. I get like the just all right. I want to write a slow song, but. It's funny because when it comes to a live show, we we never play these slow songs. So it's, always, it's like they're just there for the recordings, just to almost get them out of my my get out of your system. There, yeah, you know, get it off my chest. So and, and every once in a while we'll do it like a slow. And it's funny because like there's been times there's somebody in the audience like there's a song called Lion Man, which yes. is a, a slow one.
Interesting video, by the way. Yeah, that was <laughs> <laughs> that's that was done by one of our buddies too. Like, hey, I'm gonna do this video. You care what I do? I was like, no, nah, I don't care. And then he just like, oh, come over. I gotta do like one. And I'm I'm wearing that that cowboy suit. I yes. think in that one too. Yeah, it's, it looks like the old school like chat room. Uh, looks like you two are just know. checking out some Russian brides or something. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's that called? Like on the internet? Like a ah, oh, god. Where it's just like, anyway, I'm too yeah, it looks like you're just like searching for, yeah. <laughs> whether it's a Russian bride or, or yeah. uh, some <laughs> kind of, anything you're into at that point. Maybe you should, at least like one dude uh, picked it for his like skate video music. So I, maybe I should direct people to that yeah. instead of the, <laughs> the Russian bride video. <laughs> Go check out the uh, skate video. Yeah. <laughs> So what what kind of guitar do you use? Because it looks old and beat up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the compliments as they come. I you love know, it, I, man. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, this is incredible no. sound. I think, like I was saying, like originally it was because I was just going to pawn shops and I kind of like looked into uh, like, what were those guys even playing back then? You know, like in the pre-war, like, post-World War II, you know, kind of late 40s or 50s, and it's kind of, they're getting whatever they could from, uh, like, Sears Roebuck or, yeah. and the brands from from that, that those guys could mail order were uh, a brand called Silvertone and K, so. Yes. And I think there's a few others I can't, off the top of my head, that I can't think of, but those are the two brands that I was like, all right, I'm just going to search for that, and back then, they weren't that cool. So I could find them at a pawn shop for like, you know, 70 bucks, 50 bucks. And then I could go on the days of eBay. I guess eBay is still around, but I don't use it. But back yeah. then eBay, I could get like crazy deals from people in the, but now they got kind of, they're kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you go on eBay now, it's like, what the fuck? Like, Thanks Jack White. 700 bucks for that. Yeah. So it originally started because is what I could afford and what I saw, like the guys that, like I said, looking at their DVDs and VHS tapes. And basically I was learning from those dudes videos, but now I've just like, I really don't want to play anything else. I play like an old, a Telecaster that I've kind of modified and that's the only oh, modern okay. guitar, but yeah, they're all K's and silver tones that I've, rebuilt or electrified you know like i put like jackson pickups in like an old k but they're all like yeah just shitty 50s guitars <laughs> hard stops you got these beat up old guitars well you did now you got a nice telecaster but oh my son no no right. it's not nice <laughs> <laughs> that's just it's, it's just... a squire i mean i didn't again like i didn't even know what the difference you know like i a squire is like the junior version or like you know the very base model yeah yeah but i was like oh, i'm gonna get a telecast but I, that's just that's only used for like two songs but i still just use my shitty k's and uh okay. but they're kind of like again modified you know like i i kind of put a uh, new gear in them or like put my own little 
additions to them, but uh, do you use I, a lot yeah, of effects? People, people have like animated, like, oh, try playing this sweet, you know, 57, you know, Gibson. I'm like, oh, this is cool, but I don't know. I'm, I'm there's some maybe it's mental, there's some connection <laughs> with this, the shit that I play. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> makes sense, though. Yeah. That makes total sense, though. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't. Apart from that Telecaster, and even the Telecaster, like I would engrave the body, like did my own kind of design on, you know, oh, nice. and, and took out the pickups and put two new pickups in there. So it's not the same thing. It's it's been rigged. Yeah. <laughs> now, do, do you use a lot of effects? Because you've got this really aggressive tone on those things. I use the same. I mean, again, this goes. I think it goes back to like just having these certain guitars going through like they're basic pedals that any guitar player would you know, go to guitar center or whatever the fuck your local guitar place is. Yeah. You can find them. But I just kind of found my little formula mixed with those old guitars. I think makes it, there's no sound that compares to it. You know, if you're going to try to make it without the, the shitty guitars. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the cool things that those guitars at the age they're at now, they're, they're unique in, in and of themselves. It's not like grabbing a, you know, a strat off, you know, no. something from guitar center, you know, you, you plug that in, it's going to sound the same as another strat. And that, that can be great, but yeah. your sound is, is a lot more unique than that. And it, I think it's because of, the equipment that you're using, the, the age of the equipment itself. Yeah, and I think I, ha I mean, being like I, I'm still making art, and I still have an appreciation for certain wood and like material. And knowing that the the wood that they use from the 40s or 50s, even into the 60s and 70s, you know, it was such a totally different quality than the type of wood that we get these days. Yeah, and so there's something in my head too that I'm like. That was just a time. If you're going to make something out of wood, you're getting a, I don't care if it's from Sears, you're getting a pretty amazing product right there just by the, the choice of material they use. And so I, I'm, and now I, yeah, it's like this, I'm very nostalgic and I love history and I love like stories and tradition. And so just having that in my hand, knowing that like this is what I'm playing, it also makes me feel better when I'm playing these songs and just kind of like, I'm not going to try to play anything else. And, yeah. and if I do, I will kind of like change it into my own style. Yeah. And it's like, I, I've had guitars stolen before and it sucks. Oh. Like other people are like, Oh, well you got money. Like you can buy a new, one. Like, I'll never find one. Just like, like yeah. that one. Like, you can't find it. I've already like changed it into my, and it's from like the, you know, late fifties. I can't find that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like we were just saying, you know, if it's a strat, you can just go to a guitar center and, and buy yeah. another one. But you know, with the modifications you've done on it and the age that it's achieved, it's it's unique. Yeah, and it's those are. I mean, without sounding too cheesy or like, I look at them as like their own little art pieces or like, and yeah. they've had a life of it. Like, I have no idea where they came from. You yeah. know, besides off the hook of a. Uh, the pawn shop or like through the mail from you know like ordering this from wisconsin you know some lady just sent me this guitar she found you know her father-in-law had it. so it's kind of like where did that where'd he get you know that it's all and seeing the wear and tear on them and so it's like and a lot of people are like oh you gotta be really careful like i use my guitars as like these are made to be i don't 
I'm, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm gonna actually. They're gonna get dirt and blood and like, yeah. beat up. So uh, I'm not gonna. You know, it's like somebody that buys like a a, a pickup truck and is like, oh, well, I don't want to put anything in the the bed of the truck. It's like, well, then why'd you buy a pickup truck if you're like, yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna use it as a truck, you know. These instruments were meant to be played. If you don't play them, they die. Yeah. They lose yeah. something, and they stay alive, and they stay in shape by playing them. Yeah. It goes back to, you know, to my reference to, like, a, even a car. Like, if you, you have this really, you know, or an old classic car, if you keep driving it, it's going to stay running. And so, but the moment you, uh, like, just leave it in the driveway, it's going to go to sh- It's like another... Uh, <laughs> It's like, uh, oh shit, who's the writer? Oh man, George R. R. Martin, like the Game of Thrones writer? Yes, yeah. There was something, uh, oh man, it was perfect for this moment. But he's like, <laughs> one of the lines, and one of, I always thought about it too, because it referred to almost like one of my guitars, like a sword, you know, once you hang it up, like it's built to be like used and like fight with and like yeah. you know you keep shining and keep using it. Once you hang it up, it just rusts and like yeah. gets weak. Yeah. And so if you're not anyway, it's <laughs> sorry that like even like, Valerian you, steel will get weak. Yeah. No, seriously, <laughs> like you, you the life is just once you hang it up, it's just gonna die. It's just like there it is. And so and then it refers to the body like. Once you're like, if you're not gonna, you know, like refers like one of the knights. He's like, if you stop fighting, you know, if I was just gonna hang myself up, I'm just, you know, something like that. Yeah. I always thought of like <laughs> sword George R. R. Martin. Uh, his sword reference always reminded me of like my guitars. I was like, I'll, you know, if I hang <laughs> this thing up or like treated it like this, just oh, it's whatever. You know, I'm just gonna not use it or put the wear and tear on it it's too precious yeah exactly so you got this album that just came out this ep and it kind of cracked me up because it's called four for being physical and it's five songs yeah which kind of goes along with the humor of the band i like the the humorous aspect of the band because you know the you've got the album restaurant returns to the tombs of giuliano medici with the extra d which I like. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, yeah. Cause somebody asked me about that before the returns to Medici and that was on purpose. Like I was, yeah. And let's, <laughs> back in the day, somebody reviewed it and was kind of like, yeah, the music's fine. Blah, blah, blah. And the band name, like what the fuck, you know, the B, like they think they're Roman or something. And then they even, na- they even misspelled the name of their album. And yeah. I always wanted to be like, <laughs> I wanted to find that guy and like, you dumb fuck, man. Like I was, that was on purpose. Like both those were on purpose. Like I was just joking. Like, why would I name it the, like Medici? Like that's already been used. Like the whole joke is like, returns to the two of Medici, you know, like maybe it's like somebody, what if I have a stutter, you know? Like, yeah. So I, I've always, I mean, I've given up my search for that guy, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but he did call he did say like the the music was okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah and then the the uh <laughs> i mean I, it's all like i mean it, it probably all comes back to bite me in the ass but like my sense of humor like i, I would think if it's it's kind of like witty sense of humor like 
I thought it was like smart, but it's probably not. Because <laughs> anyway, I'm basically like poking, I'm making fun of like how serious we take these things, you know, but yeah. But then again, so the whole, I was not meaning, I wasn't sure like how many tracks were going to be on this EP anyway. So, uh, but I just like, like four for being physical came from, watching a hockey game or something i don't like oh he gets two minutes for fighting whatever it is you know again hockey guys I, i'm not sure like what yeah what the real penalty is but i know like two minutes for you know you get put to the penalty box and yeah. so i was joking i was like four for being physical you know like and it was just like a play on words like four yeah. with four and then it just sounded good and i was like that's the name of the ep and then tyler was like well is it the name of one of the songs i was like no <laughs> like, well, how, many, how many tracks i was like i don't know like maybe we can get three on this thing he's like and then it ended up being five he's like we still didn't even make it four songs i was like perfect well you can't name it five for fighting because that's the shitty band no, from the 90s <laughs> that's right so you can't do that <laughs> but but it definitely <laughs> and it was coming like from uh oh god there was all like all this all these kind of influences came in at once and there was like Olivia Newton John, like, let's get physical. Like, that was like stuck in my head too, you know. Oh, you should have done that cover. You did you did a really wild cover. I was not expecting Blue Monday oh, yeah. to pop up. song live is even better than the recording i wish we but i mean the recording is great too but live it's super even though we've only played it twice <laughs> we've only been able to do like two shit but anyway those two shows those two performances of that song i should do a cover of that one let's get physical i want to do one of a because I, th- I think it's more fun to do like covers of very juxtaposed genres you know like we could easily do like some punk song or like a blues song, but it's yeah. more fun to do like whether it's like, yeah, like a, a Depeche Mode or like Erasure or like, you know, like oh, pick yeah. like a very or go, you know, to Madonna or like one of the songs I started working out was like uh, the Go Go's song, like Vacation. Oh, nice. So like go to like girl pop songs, like us doing a girl pop song in our. <laughs> You know, one song I've always wanted to hear somebody cover, and I've never heard it, is Space Age Love Song by A Flock of Seagulls. Mm. I would love to hear somebody do something crazy with that, lots of feedback and noise. I think that All would be right. awesome. Well, I got to go, man. I got to start working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one this for summer. fighting. I'm going to write it down. That's your new single. One I'll for try f- it. <laughs> I'm a- I'm a fan of them. I got to revisit that song. I can't remember how the song goes. Your songwriting, you living through these experiences or like putting yourself through this shit, like you're able to, material just keeps coming. Like I have no problem like finding something to write about. Like, uh, you know, and then, and then you're the energy that you want to like kind of just get rid of or, or get out, get out of your system. 
like, I think that's where, yeah, like you said, the danger and like having that, when you start playing it live and like, shit just explodes. So yeah. once that's gone, it's like, okay, uh, ooh. So, yeah, but like you can still play this music, but it's not like that. That aspect, which was probably huge, was like is gone. But Nick, you do a lot more than just music. You do you, the cover art for the, the albums. You do built quilt, which yeah. is amazing stuff. You know, and I've got some questions about that. But you you also like black and white photography. You've written a book. I mean, you, you do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean. And I think this goes back to like me talking about my wife saying like, you know, you need to, okay, go have a drink. You know, like, because <laughs> like, I'm just, it's like, uh, I'm just kind of like grasping for things, you know, but also that's what like kind of keeps me happy. I have so many things that I like, I'm interested in and like, like I want to get into this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I always have in the back of my mind though, like you don't want to be, uh, uh, what is it? The, uh, God damn, what's that saying? Like, master of none. Jack uh, of all trades, master Jack of none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I write the songs, buddy. Yeah. But I can't think of that fucking phrase. <laughs> You're the lyricist in our band. <laughs> yeah. Jack of all trades, uh, master of none. Anyway, <laughs> so I keep that in my mind. I'm like, okay, like the whole don't spread yourself thin or like too many. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, but I have to, like, these now I've kind of, I've narrowed it down. So I have like two two worlds that I like keep myself occupied in when I'm not being a father or a husband. Yeah. So, uh, which is a whole another story. Yeah. That one. But anyway, so yeah, the art thing and the the built quilt thing kind of just came out of nowhere too. Kind of like the music. Like I, I wasn't intending to like this is what I'm going to do, but I did it. Like made a few pieces like that and that that genre of like making literally like wooden quilts with my wood burnt drawings on them. And so um, there are a couple of them. And then like, people were like, what the, like, I want one, but can you do it like this size? I'm like, you know, wow. so, okay. And then, and that was all, my mom was a quilter and it was basically, a, I'm going to do one piece for her as a memorial or, and she passed away. And so I was yeah. like, I made one and then that's where it started. And I was like, this is, it was easy. It was fun or like, very instinctual like i uh maybe just being surrounded by it, like being in her quilting studio and being around like those compositions and mm-hmm. you know how she laid out a piece you know I was like patterns okay. and everything yeah it's all ge- it's like geometric just yeah you're just you're combining shapes to create kind of weird eye candy you know and right. so especially when it's like different layers of wood or like levels and then having like i I'll either have it engraved or like wood burnt onto it. And so that turned into that new body of artwork. And then I was approached by a publishing company to write basically, you know, just walk people through, like, if you want to do this, which I'm, it's not like I want to like hog my, my secrets. No, I don't want to, like, I'm more like, I, I'd love for people to get up and make your own thing. Go do your own shit, you know? Yeah. Please. And if this is, if this is like the, the launching pad or like the diving board for you to, to do it, then sure. Here's my little tricks. Right. And right. here's what I do in the wood, like my wood shop to make these things. And uh, so it's kind of like a half gallery book, half 
instructional woodworkers, but to create your own pieces. And it's a lot of like material that I either find on the street or, or off of old jobs. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. So I try not to, which goes back to my guitars. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's That's true. Good point. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> recycling, but, uh, create, you know, keeping, keeping the, the life of this, these pieces of material alive, I guess. Because we have so much shit anyway. Like, there's yeah. there's tons of material out there. Like, oh, just yeah. go through the neighborhood and, like, people, whether it's Ikea furniture they're getting rid of or, like, an old, like, really nice, like, oak piece and that we can get nice wood from. And yeah, that, that, that just turned into my art career, I guess. And uh, <laughs> now I'm... Which was my goal this whole time. I was like, somehow, if I could just like be making music and making my art is what I'm trying to do. The book writing thing was crazy. Like, yeah. I, I have a whole new like respect for people that do that day to day or whatever, or, yeah. you know, six month to six month. Like, I, shit, man. <laughs> and, and all thank God for my editors and because uh, <laughs> I can luckily uh, and I was telling Tyler Tyler this earlier is like, like I can type like a real typer real uh, like I'm not just like yeah. fucking using them like, I, like, like senior year in high school I had typing as a class and probably one of the best classes I took because I can and as fast as I'm thinking I can type just that oh, fast wow. but I need an editor to like organize my thoughts so it goes to my wife, my first editor, and then it goes to the next editor, and then after her, the third, like the fourth editor. So I'm, <laughs> I have all these little angels on my my That's... shoulders saying, "Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm just writing. Man. <laughs> you told me to just go. I'm just telling you what I do because I'll just start like." And I take all the photos myself, you know, like of the process. So anyway, so I, I have a question about that. You you have experience working, you know, building studios and and you know doing yeah, yeah. Work. Can any of that artwork be used yeah. as like sound deadening? Good question, Mark. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they would definitely be really good. Uh, well, I'll start from the beginning. Uh, yeah, I used to. Like help design and build recording studios, and I did that for like four years. So I know a little bit of the engineering and design work of like what makes a room sound good. Okay. And uh, I never had the intention of these things being something that a studio could use, but it, it kind of just the layers of it and the way that whether you want your sound being absorbed or you want it being bounced off or like, cause you want it all like layers or, or different, uh, uh, depths. Right. And so, uh, who, this brings up somebody you should get on your show. John Dwyer from the OCs. I don't know if you know that band. No, no. They're really good. Cause he, he's another artist too. And a musician, but check out the, the OCs. They're really good. Okay. Yeah. O S E E S. And, uh, so John was like, "Okay, yeah, I've oh, have, I've have heard of them. Yes, they're good. Like, he's originally from like Rhode Island, then he moved oh, wow. to San Francisco, and now he's in LA." But Lil Rhodey. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he's the one that's like, "Man, these would be amazing for like studios." And I was like, "Oh shit, I didn't even think about it." So yeah, that's I think awesome. we're we're in the works of uh, they being they being. Uh, <laughs> 
installed in some studios, but you're right. Yeah. A studio slash art installation. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I'm not the and first then, one. Again, it's, com- it's combining, uh, my, my worlds together, you know, like, Exactly. Well, I know you've, you've got some shows coming up. By the time this episode is out, the first two shows will have already occurred. So what's what's coming up for the band? Do you, do you have anything beyond those two shows? I think uh, we'll do one more in uh, October. I wish I knew the date at this point. But, uh, no, you know what's it's crazy is that Right. I mean, this EP has kind of been on hold for a while anyway, because of the world situation and what we're, what we're all going through. And so, but in the midst of that, and I couldn't like go hang out with Tyler. And so we're like, still just not even for the purpose of posting anything on social media or whatever, but just our way of trying to, you know, keep our, without hanging up the sword, you know, like not keep ourselves, our minds together and active. We were like, oh, here, you either, I would have him just record a beat, whatever he came up with, you know, like, you know, do like a video of him playing some beat and then I would play along to it. Or I would come up with like a guitar part and like play a song and then I would send it to him and he would just combine like his, so it was never us like, okay, ready, let's go. It was like, I'm going to send you a video, you send me one too. And so, but wow. then all of a sudden we're like, well, shit, now we got, you know, like 10 new songs, eight new songs. Wow. <laughs> so I think uh, just through all that of, of us, like trying to stay active and sane, I guess, and keep our musical swords uh, sharp and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, staying on top of ourselves, I guess now is like okay well so i i'm pretty sure we'll get back in or we don't even go into like a real legit studio anymore so when we record it's not like we're <laughs> obviously we don't need like super you know high-end like <laughs> oh no that's not the best quote like we could probably record an amazing album like in fucking garage you know like yeah. shoot <laughs> or something yeah. a nice wine cellar uh, but, uh yeah so anyone out there, if you need, no. And yeah. so <laughs> I think the next step is like, we're just going to either make another video. Like we're about to have another, a new video come out, which will probably come out before this, but then we'll probably do like another, cause even those are starting to get fun. Like another art process and making some visual, like a movie with our music. Now that I'm getting older and like, I like, and working with, I found a cine, cinematographer uh, that, like he and I work well together. So you know, it might be fun to just like keep making bigger and like more elaborate uh, productions of our music videos. So Restaurant does Game of Thrones. Yeah, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I've used the sword reference multiple times now that that's come up. But... You gotta have dragons in your next video. Oh man, I wish I had the the budget. And uh, uh, what was her name? Olivia Wilde. Is that who played? Mother of Dragons, Daenerys. Or, yeah, uh, dude, I don't know. You know what I would do? Like whenever that was going on, is uh, you know, people were like, oh, look, this actor's play. I was like, do not show me shit. I don't want to see a headshot or <laughs> anything because I don't want to be taken away from like my little. I know my world of those 
shows, you know. I, and like, I know. I, I know exactly what you mean. A headshot, like some dude wearing a turtleneck and like his yeah. scarf and like some weird haircut, you know. Like, yeah. Like, no. no, no, you're supposed to be like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you, wait, you mean her hair isn't naturally silver like that? Yeah. What? I don't so, want to see yeah. that until the series is over. No, yeah, like even now, I don't even want to see. Like, I don't like you even <laughs> mentioning her name. I, I was like, no, don't tell her. Yeah, <laughs> and that that may be wrong. I don't remember her actual name. I may have just made that up. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a blast. Where can people find the the new EP? How can they keep track of upcoming tour dates? Well, the easy way is like restaurant.com. R e s t a-V-R-A-N-T dot com, which is, sorry, again, <laughs> not the best. But now, actually, you know, it's come into, uh, now I, like, love it. But, yeah, the shitty band name, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's the, oh, let me break it down for you. Let me yes. dissect that. Yes. So, so look, look here, look here, some science. <laughs> Drop it some science on the podcast. So look at this. You break that word up. You know, I'm in the visuals, I'm in the audio, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, and then, no. So there's a, <laughs> but a restaurant. So rest, R-E-S-T, A-V, audio visual, and then rant. So, you know, you got to rest and you got to rant through life. And you're going to hear some things and see some things, whatever. Anyway. Like so, you're knocking over an, uh, somebody's cabinet some amplifiers yeah. but you know what i have no problem apologizing to people either so <laughs> you know accountability dude accountability and uh honesty gets you further in, in life anyway so you sleep um, at night too yes yeah if you, you'd be, anyway that's a whole nother that's, another that's the second podcast part two <laughs> but uh let me get back to business uh yeah. new high recordings is uh who put the the record out? So you can find it through newhigherrecordings.net. I, I think they have a .net website. But I'll tag them on the post. You can easily go through restaurant.com and then the other like simple shit like uh, at restaurant. So remember, it's av rest av rant. So rest rant. Some people and I used to even say like just rest rant rest. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> at restaurant or the old school Facebook, you know, and you search it. If you Google that word, that shitty word, you're going <laughs> to find us. And then, uh, yeah, four for being physical. And then, uh, but uh, even by the time this comes out, I'll probably hit you up and be like, okay, we're actually going to, we're in the studio again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we just have to have you back on. Oh, please do. Yeah, we'll get to. Yeah, just get Tyler on this Oh, dude. That's what I was telling him. I was like, if you come on, you think I should keep talking? Like, if both of us are combined, then we're just going to, like, go off in the, like, old storytelling of, like, this happened. They're shutting the lights off on me. It's in my own house, and they're shutting the lights off on me. And, this is the last call. Oh, it is. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And uh, you cheers. Know, cheers. Yeah, we'll, we'll get weird. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. It was awesome having you on. Thank you so much. Yeah, man.